All right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason. I am your host. And yeah, no theme music today. I'm actually recording on the road and don't have uh, regular like Wi-Fi internet access right now. So I'm just recording this straight to the phone. I didn't want you to miss an episode today. So today we're going to be talking about accounting. We're nearing the end of our series on the basic accounting questions. So let's just go ahead and get into today's question. So today's question is, why do companies report both GAAP and non-GAAP earnings? Why do they report both GAAP and non-GAAP earnings? And let's take a second to define this. So GAAP, what does that mean? So GAAP is an acronym, G-A-A-P, and that stands for Generally Accepted Accounting Principles. And in the United States, this is kind of the general um, the general format that is required for companies to report their numbers in. And it's different than if you and I just sat down looking at the books of a company and decided for ourselves what we wanted to report and not report. There's a very strict set of standards that companies have to adhere to. And this is good in a way because it standardizes the industry. It allows uh, investors and investment bankers to look at a company's financials and look at a line item and understand exactly what it means and what it's supposed to mean. So that's the good, the good side. The bad side is that sometimes companies aren't so standardized, right? <laughs> There's a lot of differences across industries, across different ways that management run certain types of businesses. And so sometimes the gap earnings kind of obfuscate or or hide the true earnings power of a business. And that's when we want to make adjustments. So GAP makes the company account for all types of specific expenses. For example, the amortization of intangible assets, which we'll get into a little bit. Uh, Deferred revenue. We talked about the deferred revenue here on the podcast before. And other things like stock-based compensation. These are all very specific types of expenses that have to be accounted for in a particular way with GAAP principles. Now, it's debatable, depending on the business, how material some of these expenses are to the actual bottom line. So what company managements do is they create non-GAAP earnings in addition to the GAAP earnings in their reports. So if you go to a company's investor relations website, and you start looking through earnings reports, you're going to see things like gap earnings, and then you'll see adjusted EBITDA or non-gap earnings, those kinds of terms. And that's basically management's way of saying, hey, look, we know we have to report things in a certain way. Here it is, but we're also going to make our own adjustments based on what we feel is more of an accurate picture of the economics of our business. So non-gap earnings as a consequence, are actually almost always higher than gap earnings because those types of expenses, the ones I just mentioned, are left out. So it can be a good thing because it can help paint a truer economic picture of a, of a company's financial results. But at the same time, you have to be careful because as a banker, you may be looking at these adjusted earnings and saying, okay, why did they adjust it? Why? What actually went into this? And are those assumptions good assumptions to make? So at the end of the day, it's a matter of interpretation from the point of view of the company's management 
um, regarding gap earnings versus non-gap earnings. But the good thing is in the reports that companies put out, the adjustments from gap are always spelled out in the footnotes. And you may have to dig for them at the bottom of a presentation or something, but they're there. They may say, all right, we're adjusting these earnings for uh, stock-based compensation or some other type of very specific reason. But you can look in the reports and you can find it. But that is really why companies report both the gap earnings and the non-gap earnings because, well, they have to report the gap earnings because it's the industry standard, but they also report the non-gap earnings because they want to account for other expenses and paint a different picture of how the business is operating. So that's it. That's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. Again, my name is Alex Mason. I'm your host, and this is the place where we're understanding both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. So I'm just really grateful that you're joining me today. Thank you for checking this out, and I'll see you next time.